This is K.M. Wyland, and you are listening to the 311th episode of the Helping Writers Become Authors podcast. As I'm winding up proofreading on Storming, my proofreading sessions are involving lots of chocolate-covered pretzels. I'm favoring the bark thins right now. And much sitting on my hands to keep myself from fidgeting, checking email, and otherwise not paying attention as my Kindle reads aloud to me. Honestly, I think if I just got into the habit of writing more sloppily and sticking in more typos, the proofreading part would at least be more interesting. It's also hard not to get sucked into my own story so that I'm paying more attention to what's happening with my characters than I am to sussing out those sneaky little typos. But the good news is that I should finish up this first round of proofreading this week. Next up is typesetting and getting the chance to hold that first beautiful, shiny, hard copy proof in my hands. The latest post in the video series on my blog is two ways to tell if you're beginning your story too soon. It presents two important rules of thumb, one for making sure you're not beginning your story too soon, and another for making sure your first chapter is hooking readers. To find the post, visit my site at helpingwritersbecomeauthors.com. And now I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast entitled Seven Ways to Use NaNoWriMo to Make You a Better Writer All Year Long. Mention NaNoWriMo to a fellow writer and you'll get one of two responses. They might just stare at you with raised eyebrows wondering if your tongue tripped on its way out of bed this morning. More likely, however, their eyes will light up. NaNoWriMo or National Novel Writing Month, has become the writer's equivalent of the playoffs. It's the writing event participated in worldwide as authors make the commitment to write 50,000 words during November, one of the busiest months of the year. Now, an admission. I have never participated in NaNoWriMo, but I'm a big fan. Although certainly not without its pitfalls, NaNo spurs writers to do amazing things year after year. It helps writers conquer several of the biggest challenges we all face. Motivation, dedication, productivity, and consistency. Indeed, thanks to my discussions with thousands of writers who have already enthusiastically tackled and conquered NaNoWriMo, what I've realized is that NaNo's greatest benefit isn't the obvious one the 50,000 written words in your Word or Scrivener doc. Rather, the greatest benefits of NaNoWriMo are the excellent life habits it inculcates in writers. After all, one month of productivity and half a novel really isn't worth that much in the long run. Instead, the invaluable takeaway from this headlong month of productivity is the head start it gives you on the rest of the year. This month for the first time ever, because I've only been meaning to do this for the last bazillion years, I'm going to put together a series of podcasts to help you prep for your best, even if it's your first, NaNoWriMo ever. In future posts, we're going to talk about the nitty-gritty of preparing your notes and putting together a game plan for shutting off your inner editor and ramping up your motivation and commitment. Today, we're going to start with an overall focus on the skills you should be concentrating on this November. When I asked for nano post ideas on Facebook, 
paranormal mystery author Liberty Spadell asked, how about a post about how you can translate Nano's principles into spurring you into being a more productive writer? Essentially, that's what we're answering today, but with a focus on consistency rather than momentum. As valuable as momentum is, it's overrated. Consistency is what counts. If you can learn how to practice your good nano skills every single day of the year, you're going to be one unstoppable writer this 2016. And even if, like me, you won't be participating in nano, you should still be figuring out ways to increase your proficiency in all of these areas. So without further ado, the seven important skills you should carry away from NaNoWriMo this November. Skill number one, learning healthy preparation skills. This one is probably my favorite. In writer speak, what's the translation for preparation? You know it, outlining, baby, outlining. And as most of you know, I'm a huge proponent of outlining any month of the year. Whether you find full bore outlining, such as I encourage in my books, Outlining Your Novel and the Outlining Your Novel Workbook, to be the most helpful approach for you or not, if Nano teaches writers nothing else, it offers the perfect illustration of how prep work smooths the way for us during the first draft. Can you write 50,000 words in 30 days without an outline or any prep? Sure. But as many a nanoer can attest, they're much less likely to be good words if you haven't put in the necessary time and forethought up front. Use the month of October to research and brainstorm your story so you're ready to roll come November. Then put those outlining skills to good use in racking up the word counts into December and beyond. More on prepping for nano next week. Skill number two, prioritizing your writing. The only way you're going to dodge Thanksgiving, football, family, travel, flu season, and Christmas shopping and still get 50,000 words written is if you're committed to making your writing a priority. One of the most valuable lessons I've ever learned as a writer is the truism, if you don't make your writing a priority, no one else will either. This is absolutely true during NaNoWriMo, as attested by authors shouting thank yous to spouses for takeaway Chinese dinner and help with laundry. But guess what? It's just as true all year round. Don't get me wrong, making writing a priority isn't easy in the hustle-bustle, distraction-ridden modern lifestyle. Making writing a priority can be downright painful at first. So take that iron will you're imposing on yourself and your loved ones when necessary during nano and keep flexing it every single day for the rest of forever. Skill number three getting into the habit of daily writing sessions. Whenever someone asks me for my single best piece of advice for writers, one thing in particular always pops into mind. Write every single day. Now, I'll grant that's a slight exaggeration. I only write fiction five days a week with one day off and one day for blogging, blogging, podcasting. The point, however, is to get into the habit of a regular and consistent writing schedule. Get your brain into the habit of being creative every single day. As Peter DeVries says, I write when I'm inspired and I see to it that I'm inspired at nine o'clock every morning. 
Nano forces writers to be consistent on a daily basis because that consistency is the only way to meet the possible but definitely steep goal of 50,000 words in a single month. Don't lose that consistency just because the pressure of a difficult goal has been lifted from your shoulders. Resolve to keep it up every single day and your yearly productivity will far outstrip even what you're able to accomplish during nano. Skill number four, maximizing word count goals. Personally, I have a love-hate relationship with word count goals. As I've detailed in the past, sometimes word count goals can actually end up being counterproductive. But Nano proves, in spades, that sometimes a solid word count goal can revolutionize your writing process and your daily productivity. Lately, in an effort to maximize my own daily productivity, I've been implementing the strict but totally doable word count goal of 300 words per 15 minutes. That's 1,200 words per hour. Keep that up throughout November and you'll need less than 90 minutes every day to reach that 50,000 word mark by the end of the month. 300 words every 15 minutes is 100% feasible. You have to keep typing, of course, but that's kind of the whole point. Keep moving forward. Trust your instincts. Trust your ability to revise. I recommend revising each day's work at the beginning of the next day's session. And yes, even during the mad rush of nano. Writers often view nano as an extended sprint. Achievable, but not a pace you can keep up all year round. I say baloney. Most writers can totally keep up this level of consistent productivity all year round. Find a pace that works for you and keep at it, even after you've reached that 50,000 mark. Skill number five, turning off your inner critic. The founding principle of NaNoWriMo is productivity via forward progress. One of the most valuable byproducts of this is the necessity of turning off your inner critic. Let me tell you something. It is impossible to write 50,000 words in 30 days if your infernal internal editor is sitting on your shoulder the entire time. We're going to discuss this more in a future episode, but for now, suffice it that the habits you learn during November, chief among them the ability to write quickly as we just discussed, are going to serve you well in the long run. Once you get into the groove where you're writing along and shutting out your internal editor's carping, pay attention to that feeling. That's something you definitely want to carry with you in future months. Skill number six, connecting with other writers. One of the awesome byproducts of NaNoWriMo is the community. Sometimes it seems like every writer in the entire world is attending this month-long jamboree. Although if you're not, don't feel bad, you and I will have virtual coffee together, all right? It's like a giant club that pulls writers out of their solitary lifestyles and into a whirlwind of commiseration and support. Sometimes this extends even beyond the nano forums and the rest of the internet community to real-life interaction. As Ben Stoddard shared with me on Twitter, he said, I've met a bunch of local writers through our local NaNoWriMo group. Some of us still hang out every few weeks just to write. Don't lose that. Take the friends you've made during NaNo and share the writing life with them all year long. And even if you're not participating in NaNo, and therefore we can assume friendless, kidding, take this as a spur to get yourself out there into social media land and meet some fellow authors with whom to share the blessings and burdens of the writing life. Skill number seven, finishing books. Finally, 
And perhaps most importantly, NaNoWriMo provides you the opportunity to learn that most important of all writing skills, finishing books. Even if you aren't finished with your book after 50,000 words, you're not going to quit, right? Thanks to the siren call of shiny new story ideas, the discouragement that often comes with the long haul of writing an entire novel, and just the general distractions of life, learning how to finish novels can be an uphill battle. And yes, it is a learned skill. It's a habit we must inculcate. Once you do get into the habit of finishing books, you will have the benefit of a proven track record to look back on whenever discouragement or distraction hits you afresh. You finished before, you can finish again. Even better, a finished book is a book you can share with agents, editors, and readers. That is definitely a habit worth enforcing the entire year through. If you feel like you may be struggling with any of these important habits in your writing life, then NaNoWriMo is a tremendous opportunity to up the stakes and learn how to put them into practice in your life. Remember, this isn't about having an awesome November. This is about having an awesome rest of your writing life. Thank you for listening to the Wordplay Podcast. To read a transcript of this episode, you can visit my website at helpingwritersbecomeauthors.com. And be sure to check back again next week.